Hello, welcome to another episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. My name is John David Birdall, and I'm here with Davy B. And today we're going to be talking about rain songs, right, Dad? That's absolutely right, John. Oh, good, good. <laughs> For a moment there, I did. I thought I didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> you never have to worry about that. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the rain, and not the park, and not other things, just the rain, and not raining kings and queens. No. Nope, not at all. No way. Also, we're going to be having a trivia question in this episode. Oh, goody. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I do believe that's a really good one, you know, and it's tied to uh, a couple of the songs that we'll be playing. Okay. Uh, later. You know, so, okay, so before we get into all of that, we're going to have so much in this episode, aren't we, Dad? So much. So much that it deserves you giving the statement. Oh, sure. Yes, yes. The mission statement for the series. So let me <laughs> do allow me to read that. Okay. So Davy B's Hit Song Vault is a 30-minute comedic and encyclopedic conversation about the music of our lives with Davy B and his son, John David. During each episode of the podcast, these two hosts will discuss and will play excerpts of 10 audio tracks within a specific theme or within a specific subject for your listening pleasure and total, total edification. Together, Davy B and John David do have a combined 70 years of songwriting writing and song performance and recording and music production experience between them. How do you like that, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the songs that we have on this list, did you play some of them? Oh, yes. In, yes. in your band? Mm -hmm. Davey B and the Sonics? Yes, okay. definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. It would have been neat to perform some of these. Well, let us get right down to business. Oh, sure. Yes. The first, I guess, part of business... Uh, the first item on the itinerary docket mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> is the trivia question. Okay. Okay. What is this week's trivia question? Ah, okay. So this week's trivia question has to do with Credence Clearwater Revival. Okay. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the rain. All right. All right. And so. Fogarty yeah. liked yeah. the rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. He liked singing about it. Yeah. In two really, really big, right? Two really big hits. Big. Yeah. Big, big, big. Big hits. Big hits. So this week's trivia question is, what is the significance of rain for Creedence Clearwater Revival or John Fogarty? The rain that he's singing about. Okay. Good, good question. Yes. What does that signify? Is it mm. just raindrops? Or, or is maybe it something else. Yes. Maybe mm. it's something more. Mm -hmm. So we'll answer that question at the end of the episode. I can okay. hardly wait. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Let's just answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> Since you can't wait. Oh, goodness. Well, I'll tell you what, John. The first song we're going to unveil on our list mm -hmm. for this episode was done by an artist named D. Clark. Huh. And his real first name was not D. That was a shortened version. Huh. And if you can figure out how to pronounce it, you're perhaps a better man than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had told me it was Delecta. Oh, right? well, Delecta there was, Clark. There was three different versions of what it was. See, so. that's, yeah, that's what that's what had been talked about. It was like Delecta Clark and Delecta Clark Jr. and Delectus yes. Clark. <laughs> you know, or Delectus Clark. Delectus. Yeah. 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 But uh, he had been in and out of different bands. and Sure. Uh, toured around a bit in Chicago area, and by golly, I think his biggest break was when Little Richard hmm. decided he was done being a performer in pop music. Oh, okay. And uh, went into uh, the ministry. The ministry, right? Yes, isn't that what? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. 
Okay. And so what? What did D. Clark? D. Clark just kind of filled the void with his band and became the lead singer front man, so to speak. Oh, okay. Of Little Richard's band? Yes. Ah, okay. Gosh, that must have been quite the opportunity. Oh, I bet. And they had a big hit song. Oh. Big hit song called Raindrops. Raindrops So many raindrops It feels like raindrops Falling from my eyes Falling from my eyes There you go, there yeah. was D. Clark, there was Delecta Clark, there was Delectus <laughs> Clark, there was Delightful, <laughs> de lovely, Delicious, Delirious. It's Delibinand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, D. Clark, for that one. That was Raindrops. Yeah, big hit. Big yes, hit. big, big, big hit. Okay, so now we're moving on to a couple songs that we had talked about in our weather episode, okay? But we deemed them mm-hmm. so deserving. Yes. We have brought them back for an encore in our rain song. Yes, yes, because they are rain songs. Right. Yeah, and so we're going to be playing live recordings of these songs. Nito Keen. Yes, yes. And the Cascades, Dad, you saw them perform this live. That I did. I saw them years ago Uh on a Dick Clark's American Bandstand uh, tour that played Fargo. And, uh, oh, I love the Cascades because Mm -hmm. they just had the smoothest sound. The lead singer, John Gamow. Wrote all of their stuff, and okay. they were—I think they were from San Diego originally. Oh, okay, but uh, no, the rhythm of the rain by the Cascades was one big hit. Oh yeah, and I was just going to ask: Can you take us there? Can you take us there to that? I guess time to that moment when you were seeing them perform live. Were you just kind of in awe of what was going on, or no, were you just kind of having fun? I wasn't in awe. I was in the, the auditorium. auditorium. <laughs> well, I suppose you could have said auditorium. <laughs> Well, all of Dick Clark's American Bandstand tours were neat because they were just loaded Uh with stars. Each tour had about, you know, six or seven stars Mm. on it. Okay. Yeah, so that must have been something, right? Right. Okay, so here is Rhythm of the Rain by the Cascades, live. Listen to the rhythm of the falling rain Telling me just what a fool I've been I wish that it would go and let me cry And so I, I, I'm supposed to say that I wish I could have been there to see them perform live, you know, at that sort of, at that auditorium <laughs> <laughs> that you had been at. Hey, hey, okay, so how much were the tickets? Oh, who can remember back then? Probably yeah. a couple dollars a piece, maybe yeah, a couple, five. A couple dollars nowadays, yeah. they're like a thousand dollars for a ticket yeah. to some sort of concert. Right. You know? My goodness. Okay, so moving on, that was The Rhythm of the Rain by The Cascades. And one song that we're bringing back, okay, or that we're talking about again, is uh, The Cow Sills, or a song by The Cow Sills called The Rain, The Park, and Other Things. Also a very deserving group. And Mm -hmm. the story behind The Cow Sills was 
they were almost a TV band because they were the, uh, shall we say, uh-huh. uh, founding motivation of the oh, Partridge sure. family. Influence. Is that yeah. it? No, inspiration. Is inspiration. that it? Inspiration. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're very, very well. Yeah, inspiration of the uh, group that was supposedly mm-hmm. going to be on TV. Huh. The only trouble is... Some of them didn't want to do it, oh. and the mother especially didn't want to do it. So the only girl that really wanted to do it was the little one, and she was not having too much sway as far oh. as what went on in the inner workings of the group. Sure. Here, yeah, we've got uh, a, a clip of an interview where oh. they're talking about okay. it. So here, we'll play it right now. You know, there were a bunch of different things, but the main thing was that it was always a vehicle for Shirley Jones. So our mom wasn't going to be involved. That was a deal breaker right there. She was actually thrilled at that thought, frankly, but, you know. We didn't want to do the show either. We were teenage guys that toured and had hit records. And when you're 19, you think you're going to have them your whole life, so we got that covered. We don't want to go to the studio every day and do a TV show. I would have done it, Excuse me. I'm sorry for you, though. They me didn't too. want you, though. I know. Yeah, they didn't want Paul. <laughs> they didn't. But they, they did want me, We've and heard I wanted this our you all life. to know that. Oh, my gosh. Dad, Dad, they just said everything you just said. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so here are the cow sills performing The Rain, The Park, and Other Things live. crept right into their minds. <laughs> All of their minds. That was some lady, huh? Yep. The flower girl. Okay, so next on the list, Dad, is a song called Rainy Days and Mondays by Carpenters, or The Carpenters, right? And you and I had just watched a documentary about them that was really well done. Very well done, and it was such a shame that we lost Karen Carpenter yeah. so early in life. Yes, so uh, very early. Very, very early. And she was uh, suffering from anorexia. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a voice. Mm-hmm. Just uh, That's all you can say. Karen Carpenter, to me, was one of the voice mm-hmm. people in the world. Yes. Didn't her brother say that? Yeah. Richard, right? Mm-hmm. In this documentary, he had said, I got to perform and record with one of the greatest singers ever. You know, mm-hmm. and he recognized that. And so it's great that he could, I guess, grieve and I don't know about move on, but do something good and positive, you know, with what had occurred, especially with the music, you know, touching the lives of so many people, continuing to touch the lives of so many people. Mm-hmm. And so this song, Rainy Days and Mondays, was written by Paul Williams. Okay. At least that's what I had read. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, did he, was he a writer and then he became a performer? They kind of happened simultaneously. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he wrote some very good stuff. Yeah, very, very, very good. good. Stuff. Dad, you and I had been talking about how the fifth dimension had passed. Oh, that's passed right. <laughs> that's right. What an ignorant move. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find a word that just wasn't dumb. You know, I was yeah. like, what a dumb thing to do. But it's like, it just wasn't savvy. It just didn't seem like it was a savvy, you know, career move. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So here is Rainy Days and Mondays by The Carpenters. Hanging around Nothing to do but frown 
had such a plaintive quality mm-hmm. to her voice, John. Yes. 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 And to be listening to her, like, when she was producing those hits, because I, I listened to, you know, their work, you know, sometime after. Right. You know, um, they had been really on top of, on top of the world, Right. And so, yeah, to listen to one and then the next one and the next one and the next one, getting better and better and better. And she was a drummer, too. Oh, yes. When I was uh, in Minot oh, okay. at KCJB, yeah. we brought them in to oh. the Minot Civic Auditorium. Okay. And what a show. And they did it without stacks and stacks and stacks of oh. big equipment. Sure. They had, uh, if I remember right, two, four, six, eight. Eight sure vocal master columns and two people in the audience wondering, what's a sure vocal master? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the type of PA that was used mostly in like uh, coffee houses. and oh, uh, intimate sort of spaces? Intimate places, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. And uh, she played drums on that concert that we brought them into Minot. Oh. She, was, she was playing drums yet at that time. Uh-huh. And she would come out and maybe did a couple, two, three songs uh, from behind the trap set. Yeah. But uh, no, she was like, uh, I'm the drummer and I sing too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next song that we've got on our list here, our Rain Songs list, is by the Everly Brothers. And it's called Crying in the Rain. Okay, and I listened to a lot of Everly Brothers when I was smaller. You and me both. A lot, a lot. Yes, probably because of you. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to a lot. And something that you and I had been talking about Bobby V recently, okay, and apparently he snagged a song, or his producer. I believe it was Snuff Garrett. Snagged a song that was meant for the Everly Brothers, or was going to the Everly Brothers, Run to Him. Oh, okay. Run to Him, yeah, Mm -hmm. which was written by... Uh, Goffin and King, Jerry Goffin and Carol King, whereas um, Crying in the Rain was written by Howard Greenfield and Carol King. But anyway, it's like that those sorts of writing teams were so hot, right, that artists were just right snatching up and grabbing and just getting their hands on as many of those, I guess, compositions as they could. <laughs> was it Don Kirshner? Right? Apparently, he had been wanting to work with them for so long, Don Kirshner. I believe so. Yeah. And so anyway, he snagged it. He got it for the Everly Brothers so that (laughs) they could have a hit, you know, because it had been a while for them. Right. Yeah. And so that was was really news to me, you know, I guess on the topic of Bobby V, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I know that uh, I had business dealings with Phil Everly after— The uh, split up occurred, and okay. uh, they got back together again, and we yep. won't go into the reason why sure. the split up occurred. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil started a guitar string company. Oh, he did? Yeah. Everly Strings. Huh. And we sold them at uh, the music store, Beehive Music Limited. Oh, wow. And so I would get to chat, you know, with him on the phone uh-huh. out in California, because oh, that that's be. where the factory was. Sure. But, uh, no, Phil went into that, and... Uh, yeah, he, uh, he had uh, good guitar strings. Mm. Well, that's really great. And how was he to talk to? Pretty nice. Oh, that's mm. good. He seems like seems like he was a nice guy. Yeah, very very nice guy. Especially to sing harmony so often. You right. Know? You know, some people don't think about that. That sometimes that's like the tougher job. You know. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're yeah. not. Sometimes you're not right out front, but you've mm-hmm. got to hit some of those incredibly high notes. Yep. You and know, he did it. Yes. You know. And low notes, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so this song is called Crying in the Rain, and it's by the Everly Brothers. 
At no time did I ever think, oh, I'll just go outside and you know, <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> and cry for a while. Yeah, or mm-hmm. I don't know, have to plan to have a good cry while it's raining. There you go. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay, so that was Crying in the Rain by the Everly Brothers. And the next song that we've got on this list is called Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. And it's by B.J. Thomas. Well, sung by B.J. Thomas. Mm-hmm. It was a big hit. Big right? hit. Big and it didn't hurt that it was in a big motion picture. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't hurt at all. No. Right? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were they were quite the team, right? Paul Newman, Robert Redford. Weren't they that, in the Sting as yeah. well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yep. And so B.J. Thomas, gosh, was he from Texas? I believe he was born in Oklahoma, raised in Texas. Ooh, okay. And he joined with a group called the Triumphs. Mm-hmm. And got his start with a a redo, if you will, of I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, the old Hank Williams song. Yes, I've heard uh, many, many times him performing that song. Right. Yeah. He does a really great job with it. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, Burt Bacharach and Hal David wrote the song Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Right. Right. And you and I had been talking about Dionne Warwick. Now, what does Dionne Warwick have to do with any of this? Apparently, Dionne Warwick brought B.J. Thomas to Burt Bacharach. Yes. Yes. When they were both at Scepter Records, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And what you were telling me, Dad, is that what B.J. Thomas didn't know was that others had passed on this song first before he got a crack at it. (laughs) Bob Dylan. Yep, yep, Bob Bob Dylan. Dylan. It still shocks me to say it. I can't imagine Bob Dylan, as great an artist as he is, Mm -hmm. singing, Raindrops keep falling on my head. Raindrops keep falling on my head. (laughs) But that doesn't mean the sky will soon be turned red. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, yes, you're very, very welcome. I'm trying not to do just like a straight up Bob Dylan impression. You know, just like I'm I'm attempting to sound like a man trying to sound like Bob Dylan. Okay. That's very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm see, I'm I'm about I was supposed to sing it as Bob Dylan. Oh hooked on a feeling. Am I supposed to? Oh my gosh. Um and then with the sitar too, right? So it's like, beer, beer, yeah. beer, beer, mm-hmm. beer, beer. Right. And then <laughs> I, can't <laughs> I can't stop this feeling <laughs> deep inside of me. <laughs> Do I have to keep going? <laughs> no, that was wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so this is Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by B.J. Thomas. Falling on my head And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit Those raindrops are falling on my head They keep falling So I just did me some talking to the sun And I said I did 
Just like the guy who's eating too big for his bed. <laughs> Nothing seems to fit. Yeah. So have you perhaps, you know, performing as much as you did, right? Holiday inns and all of that. And, you know, was there a bed there? It's just like your feet were just too big. Well, I didn't associate that with bed, you know, when it's small and long and large. Oh, and okay. This, uh, I think the, <laughs> the thing that immediately came to mind was barracks in the Army. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the next song that we're going to be talking about is called Walking in the Rain by the Ronettes. Okay, and this is one, Dad, you said had to be on the list. Yes. Yes. The Ronettes consisted of Ronnie Spector. Oh, okay. Because she married Phil Spector. Yeah. Therefore, the change in the last name. Sure. They were called the Darling Sisters, Johnny. Oh, okay. Hmm. And uh, they became part of the, as I said, mm -hmm. the wall of sound idiom mm -hmm. of Phil Spector's productions. Yep. Yep, that was his style, definitely. With other artists, too. Uh, the Righteous Brothers, right? Mm -hmm. He produced that. Right. And the Beatles. He produced the Beatles, too. And Paul McCartney was not a fan of what he did. He brought the wall of sound to the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And so, gosh, you know, uh, what we had been talking about how this song, and this song was actually on the weather episode that we had done, but it was being performed by Jay and the Americans. Yeah, they redid it. Yep. Yep. And so, okay, so here is Walking in the Rain by the Ronheads. I heard the thunderclap. That was that was added to the wall of sound. Yeah, that's great. I do mm -hmm. believe that wasn't in the Jay and the Americans version. No, I don't think so. That we had listened to. Mm -hmm. well, that's really swell. Right. I do believe that's pretty clever. Okay, so the next song we're going to be talking about is a song that has to be, right? It has to be on a list of songs about the rain. This is the granddaddy of all rain songs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's kind of like, what can we say about this one? I guess we can just talk about what Gene Kelly had to say about, about dancing, you know, in the film uh, that this song is from. And this song is Singing in the Rain. Okay. And it's sung by Gene Kelly. And the interesting thing about it was uh -huh. that it had to be shot, of course, on a lot mm -hmm. in the studio. Sure. So the poor technicians had to figure out how to have two blocks full of rain. Coming down all the time. <laughs> and as Gene Kelly said, I just, all I had to do was dance. Yeah. He says these guys had to get soaking wet and stay wet while they put piping all around to make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. I suppose they earned their paychecks that day. Boy, right? did they ever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is something we have been talking about. Singing in the rain, or singing in the rain, was well-received, but it wasn't an instant classic. No, it yeah. wasn't. No. And I suppose, wasn't that sort of the same with uh, The Wizard of Oz? Same thing. You know, mm -hmm. that it took right. a while. Took a while for it to be recognized for mm -hmm. the wonderfulness that it had. Yeah. I guess that that's just so surprising because for us, you know, especially for me, it was like just so lauded. It's like one of the classics, you know, Singing in the Rain, mm -hmm. one of the classics. Wizard one of, Oz. of the classics. Yes, yes, Gone with the Wind, mm. you know. And so at the time, gosh, Singing in the Rain is just the flavor of the month. It's like, 
Now, that just doesn't make any sense. That just no. doesn't compute. No, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> okay, so here is Singing in the Rain by Gene Kelly. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feel, and I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart, and I'm red. I've done that. Oh, okay. So I, I suppose just for fun. <laughs> so there you go. That was Singing in the Rain. You're just Gene a wild Kelly. and crazy guy, John. Yes, I am. Yeah. I am untamable. I am unstoppable, <laughs> especially when it's raining and I have a song in my heart. There you go. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's time to answer the trivia question. Okay. The trivia question. Yes. And the trivia question was, <laughs> it still is, what is the significance of rain for Creedence Clearwater Revival, or John Fogarty. Yes. Right? What is the significance of that? What does we're, it mean? We're going to take a deep, intrinsic look into the id yes. of John Fogarty. Yes. Yes, and the answer is turmoil, okay? Basically, yes. it's turmoil. That's what it signifies. Right. Okay, so, yeah, the first song to deal with rain, John Fogarty's first song, right, to deal with rain, was Who Will Stop the Rain?, and that was released uh, 1970. 1970. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that was released in 1970. And a lot of people think it's about uh, what it, that it's a protest song about the Vietnam War. What Fogarty's bringing up in there, um, especially with the line uh, "Going down Virginia, seeking shelter from the storm." Mm -hmm. You know, the storm would actually be a metaphor for the Vietnam War. Right. So Fogarty was able to avoid physically fighting in the war by instead, you know, finding himself assigned to a home base as a backup soldier in Virginia or something. But yeah, yeah, uh, it gets talked about that. In fact, it was directly after this particular event, and the event was Woodstock. Okay. Um, on a particular day at Woodstock, the ranges wouldn't stop falling, and that's why this song was penned. Oh, okay. Okay, and mm -hmm. the turmoil it caused at Woodstock. But, you know, there's so much more, you know, that it's talking about, too, or that it can be talking about, right? Mm -hmm. That's so applicable. Right. Yeah. And then the next song mm -hmm. was Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Okay, now that one uh, is about the turmoil in the band. Oh, yes. that's right. They did go through... Uh, a period where John's brother Tom yep. quit the band. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, they had been having this sunny day. They had more, right? Um, they had more attention and they had more success than they ever could have dreamed in this band. Mm -hmm. Okay? And yet they were all unhappy. Yeah, they were. They were not getting along. No, they were not getting along at all. You know, so that was the rain coming down on the sunny day. Okay, so here is Who Will Stop the Rain? by Creedence Clearwater Revival, and Have You Ever Seen the Rain? by Creedence Clearwater Revival.
yes. <laughs> if you're going to scream at me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've seen the rain come down, the turmoil, right? right? The turmoil come down on a sunny day. Well, we did it, Dad. There it was. Rain songs. Rain songs. There they were. Yes. Rain songs. Oof. We covered some great ones. We talked about some great ones, didn't we? Yes. And some that we didn't. We actually had some more on this list that we did, you know, kind of remove for time. So we'll have to come back to them, right? Good Maybe idea. Date. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to need a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you've enjoyed this podcast or if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can go to prairiepublic.org. That's prairiepublic.org. And you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. Okay. That's prairiepublic.org. And you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. And you can listen to this podcast there or more episodes of this podcast there. Or you can go to your favorite podcast provider or favorite podcast platform and search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault and listen to more episodes there. Okay, Rain, you can go away now. The episode is over. Dad, the episode is over. <laughs> Did you have a good time? I had a good time, John. Oh, good. Really, that's all that matters, isn't it? And that's hopefully it. the listeners had a good time, too. So that's goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, it's a cheater who pays. That's a cheater who pays. Well, it's a cheater who pays.